0: Hey! Hey! Happy Tuesday! I am Adama Hamadi, and you are watching Dreamly Live TV, where ambitious overthinkers learn how to transform their dreams into plans and turn their intentions into inspired action. Hey, mommy! Welcome! 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 Thank you so much for joining. Hey, baby! Hey! Hey! Um. If you have ever wondered what it is like to work one-on-one with me, if you have ever been curious about what it's like to actually have me in your back pocket and picking my brain and working together, if you've ever had any curiosity about the experience of us working together one-on-one, you are going to get your life tonight. You are absolutely going to get your life. Hey, today I am talking with the one And only Dr. Nikki Brooks-Sievers. She's going to join in a couple minutes. Um, You may know, hey, you may know Dr. Nikki as the creator of Zen in a Jar, which is a body care and aromatherapy brand designed to help you find and maintain your own personal Zen. Um, But I know her as a superstar coaching client. Hey, Keisha Boo. I know her as a superstar coaching client and as someone as someone that has helped me really step up my game as a coach, as a leader and as a teacher in the transformation space. So I am very grateful that she is taking time to be here with me today. I am very grateful that y'all get an opportunity to get to know what she's all about. Um, And I think that I'm always inspired by women that take self-care seriously. And Dr. Nikki has built an entire brand and empire around self-care. So I definitely want to showcase her, show y'all what's possible, and just, we're gonna have a little bit of a conversation. Hopefully we'll have some time for you to ask some questions afterward. But if not, you are gonna get your life regardless. There are gonna be some gems in here that will change your life if you let them, so. Jump on in, um, thank you for the heart showers. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yes, Empire. Come on, Shawnice. Shawnice, another superstar client of mine. shanice you know I'm gonna make you do one of these soon too, right? Um, so Dr. Nikki, as soon as you are ready, you can go on ahead and sign on in. Um, I've given my intro. I like to ask a lot of questions, so I wanna make sure that we maximize this time. You're gonna hear a lot about some of the mindset shifts that she has had to explore. Yes. Come on, technology. Come on, technology. Hey. Ah, ah, ah. Did I hit the button too soon? <laughs> no, it was perfect. It was beautiful.
1: Okay, I didn't want like to Teddy Riley this, but I heard my name. The button,
0: hit the button <laughs> <laughs> ma'am I can hear you so you're already outdoing Teddy Riley stop it <laughs> um welcome I'm wearing red lip just for you just for you I
1: appreciate it thank you
0: <laughs> this is Mac by Ruby Woo or Ruby Woo by Mac just in case anyone's wondering um Fun fact, Dr. Nikki loves to wear a red lip and just like bring flavor and spice to everybody's life. So I decided to channel her today. (laughs) All right, my love. um, So I gave a little bit of an introduction already to the people that joined in, um, but I would love to just jump right in with the questions because you know I don't play with time, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, DeAndrea said, come on, clear connection. You said what?
1: I am sweating. I'm so
0: nervous. You're sweating. <laughs> oh, we're going to try and make this nice and easy. You are the star. We are showcasing the magic that you bring to the world. So you get to have fun with this. Awesome. So, um, my first question I would love if you could tell us a little bit more about how Zen in a Jar was born, and if you could describe your journey from its conception. Slash your decision to launch to now.
1: Okay. Um, All right. So, hi, everybody. For those who aren't familiar with the brand, Zen in a Jar is affordable luxury for the mind, body, and space. Um, I started this business um, a few years ago when I was in school. I was making sugar scrubs as holiday gifts. Um, And um, we lost tuition assistance in the fall of 2014. I was working in federal government. I was there for 19 years before I left. So we lost tuition assistance and I had already gotten into my doctoral program. I started it and I loved it. By the time um, the following semester was coming, there was no way to pay for it. So I had to like figure something out really. What I did was I just started selling the products that I used to make um, for friends and family. Like, uh, I mean, it really, that's really how it took off. So um, through school, I did that. And then once I graduated, I was, it was one of the things, um, one of those little pockets of my life that made me really happy still. So I kept that business going along with my full-time job. My full-time job, um, I was satisfied with it. It was uh, comfortable. I was in my comfort zone. I was an IT project manager. Um, So I'd always kind of seen myself just retiring eventually from federal government. I never saw this. Um, February, 2019, I'll give you guys a synopsis, but February, 2019, I uh got so much, I got so busy from Zen and Jar. I got a lot of love from like just podcasters and um customers like word of mouth and I just I couldn't handle the volume. So eventually it got to a point where it's just like okay, um you you can't do both things. Like you're you're gonna end up half asking something. So mm-hmm. I left the job and I came to uh work for myself full time since then. And I've I've been learning a lot. Uh, Adama, I guess we can get into that, but Adama was really key as far as like the hand-holding and helping me get out of my head enough to know that I know what I'm doing. I just need to trust myself and stuff like that. And right now, y'all, I just, even even with um, some of the ups and downs and stresses of entrepreneurship, I am just so goddamn happy. I'm free and I wake up and I do what I love every day.
0: Ma'am! Ma'am! <laughs> Yes, ma'am. I want to interrupt because I don't know how many people heard. Dr. Nikki was in a steady, stable, good government job for 19 years and she still made the decision to launch on her own. There are so many women that stop me and say, basically, they're dealing with the golden handcuffs issue. They say things like, I have a good job. Why would I leave? Or, you know, there are so many people that wish they had the position that I'm in. It feels selfish for me to branch out and do my own thing. But my God, you had every reason to stay behind you shared plenty of those reasons in session and you still made the leap so can you talk a little bit about what was going through your head that made it make sense to you to jump even though you had all the reasons to stay
1: um trying to manage orders we were working on orders from 19th um and this was early january no this was like this is the end of december and um we were, were working on the orders and it's just like, it was so much. I'm like, oh my God, I can't even handle this. And so then I, I had a lot of friends coming to help. And um, one of my friends is, uh, she's also an entrepreneur. And so I'm whining about, oh my God, I don't get any sleepers I'm tired. i am been two orders. I just don't know. And she goes, oh Nikki brooks if you want one more time about how paid you are and how booked you are like i just don't have nothing for you i'm walking out the room and i was like okay okay so i keep whining. i mean i was singing that song of i'm so tired that i wasn't even hearing myself do it anymore um so now like, when i think back i reflect on those times i had to have been so drained to be around because i'm just thinking about how tired i am and i gotta go to work like i was trying to do uh teleconferences while packaging attention to both like it was crazy so um the last time i whined about it she actually said well tell me this when are you gonna get out of survival mode and, um it Ma'am. Really, I, I had a visceral reaction to it hi aunt cindy i had a visceral hi, reaction to it. <laughs> why, why the hell would she say that to me like that like i mean no, i'm just doing my best blah 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 right but i thought about it i said she's right She's right, cause I am. I'm just surviving. Like even with this comfortable job, I'm not traveling and having fun and doing stuff I want to do. I'm leaving that job and jumping right into the jar all night long. My home is a mess. You know, like we just gotta figure this out. So I sat mm-hmm. there and I was like, oh, "What? Leave my job?" I was like, "Y'all, give me one mm-hmm. second. I'm gonna go upstairs, I'm gonna tell about it." And <laughs> so I went and him, and he was like, "You know, hey." I'm with it. If you can save up six months of our expenses, then um, I support whatever you want to do with this. I believe in this. And I was like, okay, cool. Yes. So I got some champagne and some glasses. I brought them back down to the ladies. And I was like, y'all, let's toast. Like, I'm leaving my job. And so I still have my, um, my email. I asked, I asked Al to afford it to me. But For those who don't know, we still work together. So I asked him to forward it to me the other day because I just wanted to see what my resignation letter looked like, just to kind of remember what headspace I was in when I typed it. I remember overthinking it and everything. It was about four sentences, basically, like, it's been real. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) My life is calling me in another direction. So, you know, all the best. I'll close out all my assignments by February 14th. Thank you. I I sent them that resignation January 4th.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: Yeah, and it's just like my I remember the feeling where my armpits were just stinging. I was so like, Oh my god, am I really saying this out loud? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, that
1: was the moment. And I and I haven't looked back. I, I have not looked back. Sometimes I look at hell was like can you can you turn that one back in the seats? Say it again.
0: Oh, I, I think can- I lost you for a second. You there? Oh no, I have a I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I was saying, can you say it one more time for the people in the back, the piece about how you made the decision and you didn't turn back? They need to hear that one more time. No, no,
1: I didn't I didn't look back at all. I didn't look back at all. And I was just saying, um, sometimes when I think back and reflect, I'm just like, How the hell was I doing that? How was I doing the side hustle? And the full time job that long? That's simple. Cause sometimes I have days where I'm like, this is too much to do. I gotta break this up. How was I doing it with another full time job? I don't know. But I don't miss that. I don't miss that level of stress. I love working for myself. Like, do you know what I did yesterday?
0: Yesterday? Not What you do? I didn't do shit yesterday.
1: I <laughs> said, I'm going to watch. Um, you know, have you seen that show, Shit's Creek? It, I, I love it. I, I binged it all day. And then I watched Teddy
0: Riley and Babyface. Okay. Wait, which show? I didn't hear the first show. It's called Shit's Creek. No, Wumi loves that. Wumi loves that show. She keeps trying to get me on it, but I just, I'm, I've been so late and I'm like, I've watched more TV in the last year than like the rest of my life combined. I don't know if I can take it. <laughs> but I'll consider it. I will consider it. <laughs> well, I decided,
1: I, I love being able to design my days and that was one of the first things that you and I used to talk about. Like you wake up with your gratitude, which you're thankful for, and then you design your day. What is the feeling that you want to have today? What is, what is the energy that you want to have around you? What, what do you want to bring to the world? And so yesterday I was like, I am going to bring myself some self-care. And I just went yes. to bed and watched TV. <laughs> yes, I love yes. them to not have to, to email anybody and ask them if it was okay for me to do that. You know what I mean?
0: Mm, I, I, can never, I love them I can't go back <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think that ties into the question I'm about to ask but I've heard you say over and over again like I feel so free I feel so happy would you say that those are your favorite things about making the transition to full time entrepreneur or is there something else that you really appreciate most
1: um no and, and, um, and you and I did our first like uh, deep dive session this is before I left my job you had me identify my core values
0: and yes the vip day
1: yes Mm -hmm. and i had to identify what were the things that that mattered to me what made me feel like i was bringing value to the world
0: Uh i think you're cutting out i think there's like a tech issue hold on one second let me see if it's me all right go ahead go ahead i think we're good i think we're good okay you know i
1: have a plan B. I've got my phone here. I'm on my iPad right now. So
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Okay. So um yeah, so what we what we came up with in that exercise was that the two most important things they were tied as a priority to me was peace and freedom.
0: Yes. And
1: I, I still have that, that's what matters to me. Because even when people ask me things like, you know, how did you become successful and all of that, I always, I stop first and say, I may have a different definition of successful than you do. But my definition of successful is having peace and having the freedom to move how I want in the world when I want. Money is great too, money is a part of the freedom, but I just, I love being able to control the way that my days go for the most part. Um, I am considering others. I am married. So I'm learning to do that. But um, <laughs> yeah, the-
0: come on learning. <laughs> peace <and the> free- <laughs> I love it. I think when I have the exact same core values, freedom and peace of mind, I feel like all the money in the world would not mean anything if you don't feel free to spend it the way you want to. And all the time in the world doesn't mean anything if you're not spending it on the things you so yeah i'm there with you i'm there with you so um i i i want to highlight that you have worked with me in multiple different iterations fun fact dr Nikki was one of my first paying coach clients um she worked with me when i was still doing the one off one hour sessions for 97 dollars you remember those yes <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah girl no longer um so yeah we were doing those we were rocking for a little bit and then when i started getting my business model together then we did a vip day and then we signed on to 90 day program then you kept me on retainer for a couple months um but i think at each different phase different decision that you had to make that made coaching make sense can you talk about where you were in your head that made you decide you didn't do this by yourself
1: Um, I knew, I, I learned from uh my last supervisor, you, I know you've heard me talk about Dr. Vance a lot, but one of the things, one of the many things I learned from him was know that you are not the expert on everything and never be afraid to have, um, we call them SMEs in government world, subject matter experts, but you need a subject matter mm. expert in everything that matters to you whether you are that expert or not so I knew with everything in place to have expertise in like on hand that was dedicated and invested in me to help me make decisions as I went through different phases of my um of business like for example um I'm with the Mob agency because I know my my strengths are not necessarily my interests are not necessarily like documentation and numbers and stuff like that i get it i like it better now but having somebody who will see an email and say oh boom here's the answer i like that you what you have to have serious out here you have to wear that you have blind spots and i needed you as an expert to not only kind of guide me with the stuff i was aware of with myself but also with my blind spots too
0: I think I just lost that last answer. <laughs> I think I heard you cut out. I heard you say what well, you need to understand, and then I completely lost it. And I, I apologize, but I want to make sure that the people watching get a chance to hear that. Can you repeat it one more time?
1: Yeah, okay. So, um, okay, so you, you heard what I was saying about, like, um, mob, for example, with numbers. yes. All right, so the other piece I'm saying with um, needing to work with you is that if you are um, going to be an entrepreneur in any sense of the word, you have to have self-awareness and you have got to know that you have blind spots. So what I needed from you in terms of being a guide was not only to help me navigate some of the things that I'm aware of that I have, like my self-limiting beliefs and, you know, imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff, but I also who was going to do just as you did make me pause and write down my blind spots and my self-limiting beliefs and look them in the face and, and answer to them, you know? Mm. So whenever, whenever I'm doing something key that pertains to my business and oftentimes my personal life, because a lot of the stuff that you would help me with, a, a lot of my personal stuff was bleeding into my business. And yes. so it, because we cannot, we cannot run from ourselves. Y'all know that? We cannot, we're still there no matter how far
0: we go. (laughs) Come on now, no matter where you are, no matter where you go, there you are. And how we do one thing is how we do one thing. So we need to be about that. I say all the time, I say all the time, line spots block blessings and you can't fix what you won't face. So if there is something that is in your way, Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And until you're willing to have it pointed out, you are going to keep making the same mistakes over and over again and thinking there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. There's something going on with your belief system. There's something going on with your inability to face something. There's something that makes it hard for you to see the bigger truth. And I appreciate you really shouting that out. Yeah, real. I mean, there was So, so many things. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no! Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Um, so there, there were so many things that we were sessions that I was just like, "Oh my God, I don't want to do this exercise. Like this is, this is too much. Like my remember, I was like, my stomach hurts,
0: <laughs> and I was like, that's really cool. So you can feel the sting and do the work at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And and I just, I'm so grateful for it because I had some really in depth. Sessions where I didn't realize that I was seeking, like, I was staying in relationships because I was seeking validation from my mother, and I didn't even know that. Like, I felt tied to and obligated to these other woman-owned businesses that were doing me dirty in a lot of instances, or I just wasn't standing up for myself, or the things just didn't make business sense, but it was all rooted in validation-seeking behavior, like stuff with me and my mom and I just thought I was like wow and when I came out on the other side of that I saw the world much more clearly (laughs) (laughs) I'm able to move with more confidence when I deal with people and I can see things where I'm like okay here comes Nikki with her rose-colored glasses and all her I want I want women to love me bullshit when that's not really what it's all about it's about business and it's about doing things that make sense
0: very grateful for you um bringing that to my attention thank you I I am grateful for you for being willing. I, I know that one thing I'm not is um, lenient when it comes to personal growth. Uh, <laughs> I know that um, I feel like I'm able to see you for who you can be, not who you're used to being. And so I would often call you to a that you didn't think you were ready to step into but like ready has nothing to do with what's coming for you do you know what I'm saying like and so I would really challenge you like I can see if these questions are really painful I can see that you don't want to think about this also <laughs> shut up and do it you know what I'm saying like I simply was not available for the excuses and I was like right now I need you to remember I'm, I'm not your friend I'm your coach you're not paying me to stay comfortable you're not paying me to do what feels good you're paying me to help you get out of your own way so you can serve at your highest level.
1: Yeah, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for it. There's still times now like I'll I'll stop and say, wait, I don't mean what I just said. What I really mean is...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you'll still catch yourself in limiting stories or limiting beliefs?
1: Yeah. yeah. I almost did it just now talking about numbers again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I mean, listen, Oh, we have some comments coming in from people that have worked with me. Shaunice is calling me out. How many times was I told to do it anyway? Girl. Oh, girl. God. Do it. You can cry the whole time. You can kick and scream the whole time. Get that shit done and turn it in by Tuesday. What's good? Like, I wasn't concerned with that. Because if I let you stay stuck at what was easy, if I let you give up on yourself, it would be a waste of your time, a waste of your power, a waste of my time. And you know we don't waste my time. No. Right? <laughs> so huh, i was like waste your own time if you want to waste your friend's time if you want to but you didn't pay to stay here so we are going to try- what got you here is not going to get you there and so we had to really like push um shawnee said i did i cried the whole time so oh, what is the magic number is shawnee's yes yes
1: oh, like yeah girl i said cry all the time <laughs> <laughs> Kia
0: Kia said you're a coach and a crypt Ma'am
1: <laughs> It's true
0: <laughs> I mean I'll be that if it helps I simply am not willing to tolerate Mediocrity not on my watch I only work with brilliant women I only work with visionaries I only work with women that inspire me And change the world And you can't be changing the world If you sit sitting around hiding So let's do it I'm, I'm not playing That's true I'm not playing. And I say it with love, but I will drag you the whole way. No, this is
1: my best sister, and I don't get any favoritism.
0: <laughs> None. I'll be like, you can cry to your best friend later or whatever, but we are gonna do this today.
1: <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful and it's necessary.
0: Yay. So, um, Oh, thank you, Kia. We love you for it, truly. So, um, when you were deciding whether or not to work with me, each of the different times that you signed up, what were some of the hesitations that may have been coming up for you? And what Uh, made you finally decide, let me just do it?
1: Figuring out time. My biggest -hmm. issue was um, always time, time commitments with anything, and just my, my control issues trying to wrap my mind around how much I couldn't control with entrepreneurship. I was always, I've always been hesitant to uh, commit to things. Because again, like I just, I don't like to half-ass things. So mm. I spend a lot of time in my head. Like, Can you really do this right now? I can't even say there was a lot of hesitation. I knew I wanted to work with you when you first started talking about this. I knew it was something that was missing from, um, from my own life. And Mm -hmm. like when you got certified and everything, it's like I was fresh off of um, emotional intelligence training at my job, so I was recognizing so much that you were talking about. But it's different when you try to do that with yourself. There's some serious limitations when you try to do that with yourself. But seeing someone else who understood and applied the knowledge so much that you wanted to do it full time on your own, I was like, okay, this is a person whose judgment I can trust. Um, And I already knew that you were gonna be objective
0: um, and so I didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of hesitation, if I can be honest. Oh, I received that. And I appreciate that. I also really appreciate you shouting out the point about, um, yeah, you studied this yourself, but you still needed someone else to be able to look. Um, I think a lot of women are afraid to sign up for coaching because they think that means something's wrong with them or they're afraid to sign up for coaching because they feel like they should be able to figure it all out on their own. no. And I no. cannot... Shoulds are dumb. Shoulds are dumb. Shoulds are dumb. And at the end of the day, if you could have done it all on your own, A, you would have. <laughs> and B, like, you're not an island. Like, there's really no prize for suffering unnecessarily when you're surrounded by resources. Like, I really, I'm a strong, independent, fiercely independent woman. But I do believe that you can be too independent. It is possible to be too independent when you are surrounded by resources and you're saying, nah, I got to figure this out on my own. All right, girl, you can have the struggle if you want it. I opted out. Like, when you're ready, I'll be here. But if you really think you need to suffer to prove something, you're going to keep suffering to prove something. And so I appreciate that you were able to be strong and independent and a personal development junkie like myself, and you still invested in yourself.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't Because this is hard. It's, it's crazy out here. This entrepreneurship thing, it's bananas you have to know how to navigate it you have to know who you are look i'm sorry let me turn this you have to know who you are you have your business has to really resonate with your core values and who you are inside or you are not going to succeed at this like it is so much bigger than likes and reposts and endorsements and stuff like that it's it Mm. it, it's it's your character you know Mm. your character is bruised, your ego is bruised. Oh my God, ego is just out the window with all of this. But you have to have enough um, wherewithal within yourself and self-awareness and confidence in why you're here and what your values are and confidence in what you bring to the table to be able to survive it.
0: Yes. Have- <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, you're a very learned woman. You literally are a doctor. You have like 811 degrees. Um, but I also... I think that learning sometimes is more about unlearning. I think that a lot of personal development, personal growth and transformation is more about unlearning than learning. And so I want you to share a couple of the things that you've had to unlearn in order to really implement what I was teaching you and grow through your business.
1: Okay. (laughs) Let's just do it then. All right, we're gonna rip off the Band-Aid. What I struggled with most... To unlearn, I know you're gonna agree, is being likable. Being received as a girl's girl and a nice person who's easy to work with. I had to unlearn that and that was a part of that was a part of who many of us are raised to be like socially, be agreeable, be likable. In my government career, you know, you can't be too assertive because you're labeled as a bitch. Nobody wants to work with you, blah, 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 especially in technology. Um, so I had a lot of that, a lot of, um, I have mentors who who groomed me with passive aggressive tendencies um, in order to kind of trick people into taking on my ideas by making them think they're their own ideas. Like I have so, I have so many years of that stuff to unlearn um and once I unlearned it I just I started to get a rush off of saying no and terminating business agreements and stuff like that because I felt like I'm doing something good for me. Like yes this person doesn't like me, this person will probably drag me on the internet, but I don't care. If I don't follow this person, that's not even my business. What people say about you is none of your business. And that's the biggest thing I had to really take on as far as being an entrepreneur because you know there's this there's this uh subculture where you know you're under the threat of someone um bad mouthing your business Mm -hmm. and and so you know you're you're kind of groomed to and this might be self-grooming more so than um influence from others but you're kind of groomed to um do things that aren't in your best interest in order for that to not happen and Mm -hmm. i let go of that i had to completely let go of it because it wasn't serving me so um what i do is i apply one of the strategies that you and i came up with because you know my whole thing with like i can only respect the data and all of that my receipts my sales my revenue those things speak to why i belong in this room and why what i'm doing matters not what someone else thinks about me or a nasty email or you know things like that
0: Um, absolutely yeah i love that
1: so that, that was my biggest thing to unlearn. And it was kind of like the umbrella for like most of my other issues. Mm. It's unlearning the niceness,
0: yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> when, you, when you started actually acting like you knew what you knew, when you started implementing what I've been working with, what do you think your family and friends noticed was different about you?
1: People stop playing with me. Yep. <laughs> and what glared out to me, what, what was the glaring red flag was those who didn't adjust to my new boundaries, they were people who never really respected me anyway and kind of used me for what they could get. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It is so true because, you know, remember my big boundary was when I changed my phone number. And I told everybody I love, I said, you're getting this phone number because I love you and I want to hear from you. I do not conduct business in this phone. Do not text me about orders and stuff like that. And I would say 98% of people really respected that. And they even will say, they'll they'll send a text like, hey, I'm going to send you an email. Is it a good day to email you about this? I love that. I appreciate it yes who still send text messages and fuss about what well, you didn't respond and this and that and the third and i i really sit and i look at those relationships and i can scroll up and look at what has this text history been oh it's never been you asking how i'm doing it's always been when can you get some butter so that's what this relationship has always been and you being upset with me about this boundary it this is showing me i'm not really losing anything
0: it's like the universe throwing out the trash for you.
1: Katisha, <laughs> I'm not talking about you. Shut
0: up. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is such a good point. The people, the people that respect you are gonna respect your boundaries. The people that don't respect your boundaries probably never really respected you. And so it's like the universe throwing out the trash for you you don't even need to do the work they're going to eliminate themselves because they no longer are able to benefit from your poor boundaries because you don't have poor boundaries anymore
1: it's true and you know what i do sometimes i don't even check my phone at all like for the whole day because i know there's no important pending business in there it's only people i want to hear from so if i'm taking a day where i'm just i'm gonna sleep all day i'm gonna focus on my marriage and stuff like that that's totally okay to get back to the phone the next day. I learned that from you, because you don't do nothing with us before 1230. Period. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's a great thing to have, because, you know, if you jump, if, if, if I remained as tied to my phone as I have been, I'd constantly be stressed about where I'm supposed to be, who needs me to do what, this and the third, and just losing, losing the focus on what my life or my day is supposed to be about based on when I get up and do my meditation and I set my tone for the day, you know? shout out to quarantine. I can meditate now because of the quarantine.
0: Not shout out to quarantine. We are not shouting out any quarantine. (laughs) Hashtag professional introvert. I know you are living right now. I know it. I know it. (laughs) I'm so happy. (laughs)
1: I'm just making stuff all day. And, you know, like last night, I took in a great virtual concert I didn't have to go to.
0: (laughs) So you didn't have to be around people.
1: (laughs) The concert came to our phones. It
0: was the best. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm so glad that Quarantine is treating you well. You are really thriving here.
1: (laughs) I am. I I mean, I've, I've had time to fall back in love with what I do I can create. I could take a break from all of this overhead I've been paying. Like it's like I get to, to hit reset, you know? And I just yes. I also I also get to see the beauty in a lot of the other women, um, the entrepreneurs out here in our community, because the place that I was um, you know, where my store is and all that had two facilities in there now, right? They're not charging us during this time.
0: They have everything right. so beautiful.
1: There's nothing in the contract that says that they can't. But wow. it's the- the fact that everybody is paying it forward and just showing love to each other in this time. Like, um, the budget Nista, she have you heard of her? She's like a, a... I have, I have. Do you know, I went to one of her free webinars yesterday. She's just giving out the knowledge for free right now during the quarantine. So I she,
0: know
1: not. <laughs> I'm learning about vegetarianism. I'm incorporating the dishes into our meals and stuff like that. It's
0: just, Ooh.
1: Having a really... Yeah, uh, Queen of Green. Um, Lauren Vanderpool, she's... I mean... I'm. I'm not gonna check it out. But cool,
0: <laughs> girl. You know, you know, I'm a professional carnivore. Don't play yourself. I'm not going to nobody's greet. I'm not doing it. That's cool though. I hope she lives. Congratulations, on her. That is so awesome. That's not my life though. <laughs> woman, you know. Woman, you know. I'm not going to nobody's playing base. No, nah, we good.
1: So, yes, I'm just saying I'm able to really get realigned. I I feel centered again because I'm able to connect with myself with all this downtime, and then I'm doing it at my mom's house. One of the biggest things for me, um, you know, a part of peace for me, like we talked about, is spending time with my family, like especially quality time with Autumn and stuff, my mom. So moving my store in here, I'm in here with them all day.
0: And
1: it's just, God, it's so nice.
0: It's so nice. So, yeah, um, so I want to I wanna, um, have you expound upon a couple of the terms that you threw around. So I know that people are hearing this term. They're hearing about resetting. It's a season of reset. But I want you to really break that down for the lay people out there that don't live this self-care life every day. What does that mean to you to be resetting? And what does that look like for someone who may not have ever had permission before to stop?
1: Wow, okay, so um, resetting for me, it's just, be, okay, being back here is what initiated the reset because this very space I'm sitting in is where, um, this is where the inception of Zen JAR was. I was living in this basement with my mom and um, creating things. And, and I was, at that time, I was active in yoga, I was really big on meditating and I was just really in touch with myself and my peace. So a lot of the naming conventions I had in the beginning, the Namaste, Om Shanti, all of that, that's just really like the shit I was on. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the way I got so disconnected from that version of myself. Um, but she feels very familiar to me here. Um, Like, so seeing, like, the old branding and the things like that, it just made me more comfortable to just take the time and reconnect with that person. And the Mm -hmm. first thing, the first piece of that is starting the day with meditation and checking in with myself, listening to music that makes me happy. Because, you know, for a while, for, I guess, about, like, two years now, I have been listening uh constantly having netflix in the background just to manage my anxiety i wasn't listening to things for for peace and enjoyment i was listening to things out of just like stress management and to just keep from having a nervous
0: breakdown go on ahead and, and uh raise your hand in the comments if that's you <laughs> like I she can I- pretend that's only her but raise your hand if if she just spoke your truth real quick go ahead <laughs>
1: Girl, my cousins, like Gloria, Angela, and they know I was constantly watching The Office, and it was really just to keep <laughs> my nerves together to do all the things I have to do. But now, like, I'm designing the day, I'm back there, and I'm, like, making things as I'm inspired, and, and I, I don't always have time to do that. I am usually want to go, like, okay, gotta make this, gotta make that, gotta do labels, where's this, where's that? No.
0: Mm. So,
1: that's why I made that edible body scrub, because I just had time.
0: Yes
1: to sit and look at those ingredients. What could this be that's lovely, right? And now I take the time and I use the products on myself again. And that was a big thing that was like kind of eating at me inside. Like you're pushing all this self-care, but here you are again, getting far removed from using yourself. Why are you always tired? Why are you going in? You go right to sleep. You don't talk to anybody. Like it's just, it's too much. So being resented for me is me having um, adequate rest, and enjoying the products that I make, and also just um, doing the things that make me me, like reading magazines. That's always been a big thing for me, and I'm able to read them and enjoy them again.
0: And yes, it's
1: so, it's so, it's so nice. So it it has helped me restructure. Like even if this lovely period has to end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: it anytime soon i still know in my heart how things are going to be different for me i got into a place i got into a place where i realized that the it's like the tail wagging the dog my business wagging me i'm running and doing all this stuff and super stressed i gotta have retail open i gotta do a release i gotta do that i gotta pay all these people all these things no that is not what this is about Mm. slow down and think about why you're here like do you need to be this this like all these trappings that everyone's telling you you need, or do you just need to strip down to see what the necessities are and what makes you happy to wake up and not be stressed and dependent on bojack horseman and the office to get through the day you know what i mean like it's just it's a good it's a good time girl and i don't think i'd be able to really navigate this and get here had it not been for our sessions. Like, real talk, because you know me. The moment they were like, oh, we gotta close the store, I would have been in panic mode, crying under someone's yep. table. Yeah. Oh my God, what am I supposed to do? I can't think my way out of this, it's an emergency. But no, it's not an emergency. Everything happens as it should. Even the bad stuff. So, you know, we make the best- That of is a
0: thought we- to practice thinking. A, that lot that. Together, a, a lot of our work together. A lot of our work together was training the brain to work with you in the level up and i think that comes with practicing thoughts that feel better every belief is just a thought you've practiced thinking and so if you've been looking for a thought that's going to feel better that is a perfect one everything is not an emergency that that's a really big one what was the second one you said you said something else just now
1: i don't
0: remember <laughs> no, that's i started reading the, the uh, comments <laughs> <laughs> so it's, oh Ah, Angie Boo, she said quarantine agrees with you. Hey, <laughs> I think she's talking to you, but that, you know, I'm gonna pretend it was for me.
1: Yeah, because, you know, Angie knows, like, I had just been stressed. Like, I was I was a ball of nerves, at least since Christmas. And I feel like this time, and I'm not, I'm not discrediting how unfortunate it is for some people, because we yes. are losing that we love in this situation. Yes. But in being self-aware as far as what I needed to get myself together and be who I'm supposed to be out here. I needed to be forced to sit down and stop. (laughs) And and focus on, you know, what I need. And the other thing I'm able to do again, girl, fitness. I'm in a SAW, I go to a SAW class five days a week. I love it so much. Five days a week?
0: I go every day. Girl, you must have those Meg Thee Stallion knees, bitch, because a SAW is not gonna work for me five days a week. I'm
1: not gonna I, make it more. No, I just I have been on exercise punishment since twenty seventeen my um my back issues. And so once
0: oh,
1: I got yeah. out, and that was really that was contributing to depression in me and all kinds of stuff. So um when I saw that they made their virtual classes available, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna listen to my body, I'm not gonna do too much. And so I go <laughs> in happy, it makes me feel sensual. And these are things I haven't felt in a while, just because I'm just stressed. I'm eating the wrong stuff, and I never have time to work out. Mm. So, um, like Angie said, quarantine agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> but I love to forget this. about. Once we go back into the the normal state of affairs, I'm holding on to this, and these are going to be my firm boundaries about the things I have to do. I will work out for 45 minutes to an hour every day for five days a week. I'm going to do that. It makes me happy. It's good for my health and stuff like that. I'm going to incorporate these vegetarian dishes. Um, You know, just even walking around the Yes Market feels good, even if I'm Mm -hmm. asking gloves. I just, I hadn't done it in ages.
0: Everything you're saying sounds to me like a woman who's truly committed to showing up for the work she's here to do, everything. I just feel like you are the embodiment of a woman of influence. You are the embodiment of a woman who teaches everyone how to treat her and teaches her, teaches everyone else how to take her time seriously. And I just really want to acknowledge you right now because literally even three years ago, you, I think you would have felt guilty saying these things or doing these things. So I, I just want to acknowledge you.
1: Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for seeing that. Cause it's true.
0: <laughs> wow. Love, love, love. Um, I have a couple of a couple more questions just cause I really want people to get a feel for like how exactly we work together. So, um, how would you do what I do and who I do it for? Okay. What you do is, um,
1: you guide brilliant women, you guide women with a gift to bring. No, nope, hold on. We're gonna back this up even further. See, this is happening in real time. I don't have prepped
0: answers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was running with it. I loved it. You guide women to see,
1: acknowledge, and implement the value that they bring to the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know y'all heard it here first, bitch. You heard it here. <laughs> I love, I love that. Thank you, thank you for that. Um, I mean, that's that's <laughs> Katisha. You on <are> my nerves? <laughs> you said slow claps. <laughs> um, how would you describe? How would you describe my communication and coaching style? In your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is, um, it's clear. It's, it's direct and it's clear and it's results driven, period. It is not fluffy.
0: Mm. Thank you. I just, I, I, I just don't have time for the fluff. Small talk bores the shit out of me. If it's not substance, I don't want it.
1: Victoria said, I heard you snatch edges.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the people in the comments that have worked with me, go on ahead and attest to that. The edge snatching is real, but uh, yeah, I'll bless rough. you with some edge control as well. I'll bless you with the oil to keep those edges after I snatch them. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, I you love you dearly. Me. I do it because I care. I just I cannot sit back and let you be lower than the level you are meant to lead at. So if that means I'm going to have to snatch you through, we're going to just snatch you through, and it's going to be all right.
1: Yeah. Let me tell y'all, one time we were in an in-person session, and I looked at the fire alarm because I wanted to pull <laughs> the fire alarm and leave. <laughs> And I was so uncomfortable that I told her. (laughs) Because I don't want to have this conversation
0: anymore.
1: Yeah. So good because it was the mommy issues conversation.
0: Yes, Sherelle. Yes. (laughs) Sherelle Sherelle is exactly the same. Sherelle is exactly the same. So she knows what it is. Yeah. Yes, she is. Similar to our group chat. And usually after every session, I would
1: jump in and go, Y'all, let me tell you what the fuck I learned from a dumb today.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Tanya, I love you. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I mean I think that it's totally okay that you're uncomfortable. It's totally okay that you're uncomfortable. I learned from one of my mentors, Brooke Castillo. I learned a while ago that' the worst thing that can ever happen to you is an uncomfortable feeling. And as long as you give yourself permission to feel any feeling, you can overcome anything, literally. Um, So like, when you know that you can sit in your discomfort and grow at the same time, you experience exponential growth. But when you're sitting around waiting to feel comfortable, when you're waiting to feel ready, when you're waiting for shit not to be weird, you're wasting time and blocking blessings. So give yourself permission to be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, you got me comfortable ripping band-aids off. And that was one of the struggles that we had. And like I said, it was under the umbrella of unlearning niceness. Um, But one of my struggles was just like, because you would say, okay, so let's say you do talk to her and things don't go like you planned. Tell me what happens. (laughs) Like, you know, basically, do you die? Like, what? (laughs) I'm so grateful to you. For helping me to unlearn a lot of these things, because we're just we're not in environments where, where that's we're we're getting there with our generations, but we weren't all raised in environments where that's okay to go against the grain or to be true to how you feel, um, and to get out of that superwoman syndrome. Just I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I like I get so triggered and upset by it when I see it in people because I just got out of it. So I have to check myself, like, you're not better than this person. You need to have patience
0: mm. with this person.
1: conversation. You're not irritated with this person. You just yeah. don't like that you just did that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's a very real thing. That's, that's
0: so real.
1: Yeah, that's the other part of this journey as well, is like, as you gain self-awareness, you also have to check yourself and know that you're not better than someone who's out here and not as evolved as you. You should use the tools that you now have for good and help or don't help because that was the other thing I had to learn was everybody's not ready so maybe I need to stay in my lane and just control how upset things get me
0: Yes. Yeah, was- your path is for you. When you are, when you, Whenever you work with me, if you're watching this and you're thinking about coaching with me, you need to understand your path is for you. Your personal growth is for you. And the best way that you can teach the people around you the power of this work is to model it. Don't try to force it down their throat. Don't try to impose it or judge them because they're not growing at the same pace that you did. Walk your talk. That's what transformational leaders do. Walk your talk, show them what leadership looks like, show them what growth looks like and show them what is possible for them when they invest in themselves, but don't try to force your investment to be worthy for them. They're not ready. They're not ready. It's true. So we are coming to the very end. I did not realize that we have already taken 50 minutes. Um, this has been incredible. This has been incredible. I do want to ask a couple more questions. Um, first I want to ask what you would say to someone that has been thinking about the fence. And then I want you to share what you are up to in the world and how people can be a part of that. Okay. All right.
1: I want to make eye contact with the camera. Um, (laughs) For anyone who is on the fence about working with Adama, get off of the fence and just do it. Just do it. If you can buy a nice pair of shoes for yourself, or hair, or or whatever you're into, this is just as much of an investment that's worthwhile. Like, um, we buy a lot of material things for like that, that instant gratification, but it doesn't last. Um, for me, I'm more comfortable spending my money on things where I know I'm getting a return on investment, especially as an entrepreneur. I can't just,
0: I can't do it anymore. So
1: so one of the things that you'll find when you make this investment in yourself with Adama is, like, like I was saying, uh, we haven't had a session in a few months, but I still replay these things to help me make decisions and to control my emotions before I react to something that triggers me and stuff like that. I mean, I pull on stuff that we talked about over a year ago and it's because it was it was very much worth it. That's what I say to anybody on the fence. You're not serious about yourself unless you're willing to invest in yourself and invest in something that's beyond the material things that we see on the outside because it's, it's not gonna matter if you don't have, if you haven't done the work and you haven't had somebody to guide you through the work. I keep saying guide, because it's not that you tell us what to do, but you help us kind of um, see the path ahead and do the assignments and stuff to really do the the difficult stuff, the self-work that's required to get where we're supposed to be. Because we're all ultimately destined for greatness. Nobody's destined for mediocrity. We just have- hey. to. We have to be willing to receive that about our lives, so yes. um, i don't I don't push things on people, I don't endorse things I don't believe in, so i'm I'm telling you this with my whole heart like this is how I feel about it.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for showing up, being willing to do the difficult work. Thank you for tolerating me when I was absolutely unyielding and and overbearing. Thank you for staying open to the process and for trusting me. Thank you so so much because look at what it has created. Like this shit is truly magical. Like thank you for that. Thank you.
1: Thank you for allowing me because you know I I talk about you to anyone that will listen. So thank you for inviting me (laughs) to the platform (laughs) where to talk about. Oh, (laughs) I have to get it off my chest. You.
0: Make sure you have an opportunity. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure you have the opportunity to share with everyone watching what you are up to in the world and how they can be a part of the movement.
1: Oh yes. Okay. I am. Um, I'm still making Zen in a Jar. I'm back in my mama's basement where we all started. (laughs) Um, you can find me at Zen in a Jar on Instagram. I'm most active there, and I do biweekly releases right now. Um, what my focus is on is things that are um, have things that help people connect, even though they can't see each other. So I've got these self care packages coming out where you can just send a small gift of love to someone um, to let them know that you're thinking about them. And um, I'm also all of all of my products are on reduced prices through this because with this this in my opinion with the service i provide i want people to understand that self-care is essential as well Mm. and i don't want to offer it at a premium at this time because i just don't know what people are dealing with so um if it helps you to buy a jar of butter for seven dollars instead of 12 i'm offering that So um, you can find me there. Things sell out kind of fast. So just subscribe to my post and you can always know when stuff is going live.
0: Understatement of the year. That shit sells out in seven seconds. (laughs) I am still in all of my feelings because the last three launches, bitch, I thought I was being cute and early. You know, I, I like to show up to launches on time, bitch. I thought I was early and I was pressing refresh on that bitch and it was sold out in less than a minute. Yes, yeah, so it's all But there. I can't be mad because I have an abundant mindset. So I'm like, you know what? Y'all live your best. Get what you need. I will get this butter when it is my time. And that's fine.
1: Do you see your sister in the comments trying to manifest everything for a dollar? <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: on, Wumi. Come on with the manifest for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> the Hunger Games. <laughs> I mean no literally people are elbowing in cyberspace it's not a game out there don't play yourself
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's wild and I'm I'm grateful for that um I'm I'm working to level up inventory as we do like with the You care. still here? Yeah, it froze up for just a second.
0: Okay. Does that mean that it like starts that- the hour over or is it about to cut us out? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that it doesn't erase. <laughs> I want to make sure it doesn't erase so that I can share this out with everybody who didn't get a chance to catch it live. Yeah, we definitely need to save this. Oh, there it is. It says 27 seconds remaining family. Stop playing yourself. Self-care is a practice of giving yourself the systems of space and the support that you need to show up powerfully for the work you're here to do.